It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> yep, that's right, everybody. Dodgers season is over. The Stephen A. Smith laugh, that's him just for context. That's him when the Cowboys lose or something like that because he hates Cowboys fans. So he laughs when the Cowboys obviously, like all the time, let their fans down. That's how I feel about when the Los Angeles Dodgers lose every postseason. I just laugh and it's just hilarious because these Dodger fans, they get so like confident and cocky and they love trashing on Padres fans and trashing on other fan bases about how good their team is. You know, they love to yap, 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 yap. But pretty much every October, they do nothing in the postseason. Just look at the last two years here. 2022, what happens? They win one game against the Padres. 2023, what happens? They win zero games. And Dodger fans, they're going to blame the injuries. But it's like, oh, well, aren't you the same fan base that says no excuses in the regular season when other teams are hit with injuries? And they're like, well, with no with injuries here, there was no problem here. And then postseason comes and you talk about the injuries. Can't have it both ways there. And then some fans are going to want to bring up, oh, the rust, the postseason format. Shut up. How about just say our, star, our stars sucked. Mookie wasn't good. Freddie wasn't good. We weren't good enough. They played better. I think that's what Dave Roberts said, but some Dodger fans can't say that. They have to pull up the excuses. 
and the playoff format stuff. Oh my gosh. Give me a break with that. So you'd rather play in the wild card series, maybe on the road, you'd rather play in the wild card series, have to pitch your best starting pitchers just to get to the division series, not have the time off. And then you pitch your three or four starter in game one, game two, because you can't pitch the top of the rotation because you use the top of the rotation in the wild card series just to get to the division series. You'd rather have that situation than get the time off, be able to set your rotation, make sure guys are good, and have home field advantage for the division series. Give me a break. Just stop. So those are just excuses. Dodgers, they're in the same spot the Padres are now. Right, I'm not trying to make it seem like the Padres had this great season and the Dodgers had a crap season. If you want to pick who had the more successful season, you probably pick the Dodgers because they won the division. They you know, made it to the postseason, had the home field advantage, right? Like they still made it there. The Padres didn't even make it to the postseason. But it's, <laughs> it's still funny. It's still funny that the Padres and the Dodgers this year they end up with the same amount of postseason wins. And the Dodgers were a team that was actually in the postseason and were favorites over the Diamondbacks in the division series. And they win zero games. And Mookie Betts is up there and gets zero hits. And Freddie Freeman's up there. He, gonna get, he gets one hit. And Clayton Kershaw's up there on the mound, and he gets one out. Their rotation pitched like less than five innings combined. And Dave Roberts, typical October Dave Roberts, out there, and lets Lance Lynn, he's just sitting on his butt in the dugout, Lance lets, lets Lance Lynn, say that's five times fast, lets Lance Lynn give up four home runs in one inning to the Diamondbacks. And this isn't the Phillies lineup or the Braves lineup. I'm not saying that the Diamondbacks lineup shouldn't have a respect. Like, there's still good guys in there, obviously. Gabriel Moreno and Christian Walker, I think, is one of the more underrated players in all of baseball. Corbin Carroll, obviously, Cattell Marte. Like, there's talent there. I'm not saying there isn't. But it's not the 1927 New York Yankees or the 2023 Atlanta Braves lineup, at least from the regular season. I know the Phillies have that series lead. But it's like, man, you let Lan in a, in a must-win game, you let Lance Lynn be out there for that long. When you were pulling your other guys, you let Lance Lynn give up four home runs in one inning. And the Dodgers, they're probably going to keep Dave Roberts because he keeps, you know, getting them into the postseason and they continue to have these great regular seasons and they continue to win the NL West. So the Dodgers are probably like, well, who are we going to bring in here who is better than Dave Roberts? But I, I hope that I think a lot of fan bases are like, yeah, please keep Dave Roberts because the postseason, six, six, the postseason success, it's not there. 2020, okay, but you're telling me that you would have had the same postseason results in 2020 if it was a full season with the Dodgers? I, I don't believe that. Their rotation would have been that healthy. Everyone would have been that healthy in the postseason if it was a full season. I just don't see that. So, yeah, there's an asterisk by that World Series, definitely. And in every other full season, it's not like they go deep all the time in those postseasons. No, last couple of years, they've done like nothing. One postseason win. So join us on the couch, Dodgers. Dodger fans, Dodger players, 
hopefully you enjoy your vacation. You probably scheduled it for this time anyway because you knew, you know, this is just what you do. It's an annual tradition. You flop in the division series. So join us on the couch. It, it was a bad year for both teams. It was a bad year for the Dodgers because what matters the most is what happens in the postseason. That's what matters the most, and they did nothing. And for the Padres, they didn't even make the postseason. So for both teams, it was a bad year. So we're, we're, we're in the same boat for that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now, moving on to Padres season reviews. You, Darvish, is the one that's going to happen today. if you're missing these Padres player season reviews, which I'm doing every day, Monday through Friday, at least until like some big Padres news happens or something, Padres player reviews every day. Sometimes I'm going to group some of the players together. Some days, like the first three days here, it's going to be just the individual player. It's not going to be a super long, hour-long show. The, the Cronoworth one, because I was live. I w- this one, by the way, for the YouTube audience, podcast audience, this one is not live-streamed. I wanted to kind of make this a little bit shorter today because that's what I was promising. And yesterday kind of went like almost an hour. So I wanted to have these be a little bit shorter and just really focus on the player review. Um, and But I'm not going to have every one of these just be recorded and then putting out. Like some of them will be live. Um, but today I'm just going to record this one, put it out. Hopefully y'all like it. And obviously you can give your comments and your questions in the comment section on YouTube, as always. Uh, But yeah, Monday through Friday is the plan. So I think that's going to be pretty much every day during the week throughout the rest of October, getting through these player reviews. And then once the offseason starts, that's when we can really start, you know, getting into the future of this Padres team, 
I'll be talking about the future of this Padres team throughout the month still in these player reviews. Like, what is the future of player X? Like, what is the future of you Darvish, which I'll talk about today. Um, but real, like, player offseason, offseason targets, offseason trade targets, all that, rumors, that'll probably be happening once the World Series ends because that's when that'll start because we're, we're still in the postseason here, obviously. Um, all right, so you Darvish, let's get started with that. So with Darvish, his numbers from this year, a 2.4 F4, 24 starts, 136 and a third innings, 4.56 ERA, a 1.298 whip, so hopefully that can get down next year. 141 strikeouts, 43 walks, 18 home runs, 8 hit by pitches. When I look at the positives, and for anyone that wants to maybe read some more about this, uh, I, I am doing player reviews on Gaslamp Ball as well, but just for the audio um, audio format, video format, I'm doing them over here on the show as well. Uh, but positives, I do positives and negatives. So positives for Darvish this year. There were times, if you go through his game logs, there were times where we saw like the the good U Darvish. And it was like, oh, that's why they gave him this big contract. Six, seven innings, 11 games where he went six or more innings, allowed two or fewer earned runs, but it just wasn't as consistent. He didn't do it as much as he probably needed to. And the injuries got to him a little bit. And this, you know, the six-year extension worth more than $100 million, like it just, it didn't get off to a good start. The restructuring of the contract, adding on some of the years, it didn't get off to a good start. It just was not good enough. He allowed four or more runs in 11 outings this year. So that kind of like cancels out all of the really good outings that he had. Padres ended up being nine and 15 in games that Darvish started and, it wasn't like Blake Snell, where Blake Snell, it didn't feel like he got a, a ton of run support um, for like the first half of the season, especially. And a lot of those games they were losing. With Darvish, I mean, he just put the Padres in a lot of holes. I know this is like nitpicking one outing, but I, I look back at the Pittsburgh's, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates outing at home where he just crapped the bed. And it's like, well, the Padres, they're not going to win that game. You, you put them, you put the Padres in such a big hole. They're not going to come back and win that game, especially with the offense and how much it had struggled. Um, and ERA is not everything, but you know, you look at the ERA, four, five, six, that's not someone that you're paying a hundred plus million dollars. Like that's not, that's not, it's not good enough. You know, just bottom line, that's not good enough. Padres have them signed here through 2028. And so when you look at this past season, yeah, Padres fans are going to be like, oh crap. This isn't going to work out well, is it? Now, with Darvish, the good thing with Darvish is he knows what he's doing. And he was dealing with the, uh, he was the one with the bone spurs, right? And his elbow, Musgrove had the shoulder. Uh, bone spur, elbow, hopefully there's no surgery that is needed. Um, hopefully the recovery and the rehab is going to be good for Darvish here in this offseason. And he'll be fine for the start of the 2024 season. Uh, but that is a question mark. And it's like, oh, well, that's not, he's not getting any younger. No one is, but he's up there in age. And the Padres, they gave him the, this contract where it's like, what other team in baseball would have given you Darvish a six-year contract like this? Maybe you give him 100 mil, but you, you give him it for like, th you know, four years. 
but the Padres wanted to keep the, the AAV down. So that's why they gave him six years. And if they have to release him after four years, then they're, they'll probably just do that and eat the rest of the money. Uh, or maybe another team will take him. I doubt it. Uh, but they were willing to do that because they, they wanted to keep you Darvish long-term. They didn't know about, about Blake Snell and Blake Snell is younger than you Darvish. And even before Blake had this Cy Young season, he was probably going to get more money than you Darvish was going to get on the free agent market. So the Padres were like, let's just do this with Darvish, lock him and Musgrove down, and we'll see what happens with the rest of the rotation. If Snell didn't have a Cy Young year, maybe the Padres thought that they could have brought him back as well, but he has a Cy Young year and he's going to be asking for $200 million maybe at the start of the offseason. The Padres aren't going to be on in on that, you know? So it was kind of like Bogarts, I think. I kind of compare that. Like Bogarts, I mean, it's $280, $280 million. Like that's an overpay. And maybe that's how it was with Cronenworth as well with Kim, Bogarts, and Soto. Bogarts, let's just get him. We can guarantee having him and we'll have Soto for a couple of years. We can't guarantee that we're going to have lock, that we're going to be able to lock down Juan Soto. We can't guarantee that we'll have Ha Sung Kim. So let's go lock down Jake Cronenworth, even though we don't need to. Let's go lock down Yu Darvish and give him more years than any other team in baseball would probably give him. Uh, give him over $100 million because we don't know if we're going to be able to keep Blake Snell. Uh, so let's just do it. And Darvish, it's kind of like Bogarts. Even, I know it's totally separate positions, but Darvish is not someone that I'm going to you know, give up on and be like, oh man, really bad start to this contract. This contract's going to look like crap. Um, I'm not going to sit there and say that yet. Um, I want to give it a little bit more time. If he has a bad 2024 season, then it's going to be like, okay, well, the Padres locked him down here for what? For these like last prime years of his career, you know, probably 23, 24, 25, 26. I don't know what you're going to get out of him in 2026. That's a long way down the road. But you locked him down here for these years. It's just like Manny and Bogarts. You lock these guys down for the primes of their careers. Like you need to win. You need to have good performances from these players because this contract is going to look really bad if you don't get the winning in these prime years, if you don't get these amazing seasons out of these prime years, right? And Darvish, some would say he's not even in his prime anymore, and the Padres still gave him this contract, and I guess that's fair when you look at, like, the age that you Darvish is at and you look at some other players, and it's like, that's that's really the prime. Darvish is at 37 already. That's not prime. That's not the prime years, right? What is the prime years? 27 to 32, 33, is that what we look at? as prime years, but with Darvish, I think he's one of those guys that can age well. He just has to hit his spots. He's someone that it feels like every year he is developing a new pitch. Now, what was the problem this year with Darvish? Injuries, yes, but he got knocked around a little bit um, in some of these starts where, again, he it looked like, okay, wow, he, he doesn't have the same stuff. Uh, but then there were some outings where it's like, no, he still has the stuff. So you know how yesterday I was saying the Jake Cronenworth year, it's a little bit confusing. This year for Darvish was a little bit confusing as well. If I go to Darvish and look up not just some of the, the simple stats, because you look at the innings, 
he almost had 200 innings in 2022. And this past year, he had 136 and a third. Like, it's not even close. He was dealing with injuries. But 2022, he was top 10 in Cy Young. 2020 short season, he finished second in Cy Young. He was an all-star in 2021. So, like, it's been there. Um, but, again, it just wasn't a good start to this new contract that he signed going into the 2023 season. Padre fans obviously had the higher they had higher expectations than what you Darvish was able to deliver for this Padres team. Um, you know, runs against per nine way up uh, four six nine in 2023. It was three one zero in 2022. Starts were down six less starts, but that's because he missed time with injury at the end of the year. Obviously, um, he had a four four WAR last year. 0.7 baseball reference war this year. Like, it's just, it wasn't close. Uh, runs better than replacement level. RAR, 43 in 2022, 8 in 2023. So I'm guessing that 2022 is better. It's a, baseball reference here, says here, it is the number of runs this player is better than a replacement player. Replacement is set for a 294 team, team winning percentage. Developed by Sean Smith, the baseballprojection.com. So I'm looking at 2020 in the Cy Young year. That was a high number. 2019 was a high number. Some of his best years. Yeah, higher numbers. So yeah, okay. So higher, the better. So 43 last year, eight in 2023. So I'm, I'm thinking that, yeah, a, a big step back in 2023 was you Darvish's season compared to 2022, what the Padres have gotten out of Darvish since he has been with the Padres. You know, you look at, like, the the ERA, obviously, right? It doesn't, you know, shine. It's not shining. 2021, 422, not, not sub-3 in 2022. Um, 2023, obviously, this year, 456. It's not great. But I think just from the eye test last year, we saw like, okay, yeah, Darvish. I mean, he really helped this Padres team. It was much better. Where it gets troubling for me this year was age 37, just gave him this long contract, and it's not a great start to the, to the new contract. Um, again, like I said earlier, like if you look at the positives, you'll see the innings, and it's like you look at the game log, Six and a third, seven innings, six innings, six and two thirds, six innings, six innings, seven innings, six innings, six innings, six innings, six innings, six innings, seven innings, seven innings. Like that's not I'm not talking about like back to back to back like that was every outing. I'm just going through some of the some of his starts and I'm seeing a lot of those numbers there. Like he had a good amount of those, but not enough. And then, you know, in those starts in between where he went like five innings, five and a third. He's given up four runs. He's given up six runs. He's given up a couple home runs. He gave up four home runs in the picks in the Pittsburgh outing. You know, like I, he's got to find a way to limit the long ball, um, or at least have them be solo home runs. Because if he doesn't, I mean, that's that's taking. I know the Padres were at least were hoping that they're going to have a better offense in 2024. But when you're putting your team behind like that. It's hard. It's hard to go win those games. Um, and obviously the bullpen didn't really help out later in the year, uh, especially after like the good start that they had middle of the year. Uh, it was shaky and that obviously didn't help either. Um, I'm curious what 
Darvish's baseball savant numbers look like here? And obviously, in the comments on YouTube here, feel free to give your thoughts on Darvish's 2023 season. Do you think he needs to, what do you think he needs to improve? When you were watching his starts, did you see something? Because he's always going to try to improve. And he has a bunch of different pitches. So that, that's what gives me confidence that he'll be able to last here and it won't be a terrible contract. Uh, but he's going to have to rely on location. You know, Michael Walker has to rely on location. The fastball, it's still there. Like, you can still see the fastballs there at times. But yeah, he's definitely going to have to rely on that location as he ages. Um, didn't get a lot of, like, the chase rate was blue in baseball savant, which is bad. Uh, 28th percentile, so could be better on that. Um, there's not a lot of, like dark red and dark red is great on baseball savant. There isn't that. There's some like off speed run value, whatever that is, 72nd percentile, barrel percentage, 71st percentile. So not a lot of barrels. But for someone that you're giving it's you darts, like it's a big name. Someone someone that you're giving a long contract to like that, you expect to see some more dark red than where Darvish was at. You know, I get he's 37, but it definitely was a step back. And I'm, the hope is that, okay, he has a, this is where like, if you want to look at this positively, right, you can definitely look at this negatively. Like, oh my gosh, they have this guy till he's 42, whatever the age is going to be. And not a good start. They gave this guy over a hundred million dollars when they could have just given it to Blake Snell or whatever you want to say or to Sonny Gray here in free agency, or what, whoever, right? You can look at it negatively, negatively, but if you want to look at it positively, you could, it's easy to look at it positively. Oh, he has a lot of pitches. He's a vet. He knows how to prepare. He knows what he's doing wrong. He was dealing with an injury, bone spur in his elbow. Um, is he going to be dealing with that next year? If he's not, then we should probably expect a better you Darvish, right? So that's, I'm trying to look at it positive, positively there because it's it's really easy to look at it. I think it's easier to look at it negatively. I know I just said that it's easy to look at it positively. It's easy both ways. Like positively, injury, a lot of pitches, it's you Darvish. You know, track record, right? Um, 2022, he was effective. 2021, he was kind of effective, right? Um, and then if you want to look at it negatively, though, man, he's 37. There's other questions in the rotation with Musgrove and his shoulder. Who even is going to be in the rest of the rotation? They need you, Darvish. They don't have a bunch of money, $100-plus million that they can go give Blake Snell um, or give another younger person that's actually in his prime starting pitcher. Like, there's questions with you, Darvish. Like, there's questions with a lot of guys going into next year. Uh, I'm just, and I'm sure some are like, well, great analysis, Ben. But this is, um, it's what I got. Like, it was a disappointing season from Darvish, and it needs to be better. And I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot with these Padres players, which I, I am, it's not, I feel like I am. I am going to be saying that a lot because 2023 just overall was a down year. And I think Darvish would say it was a down year for him. It was a disappointing end. 
And he would say he needs to go deeper in outings. Like going into this season, I looked at you, Darvish. I look at Blake's or not Blake, definitely not Blake. Uh, even though he did do it in 2023, props to him for that. I look at Joe, I look at Darvish as guys like, okay, let's go. I am excited to watch this guy pitch because he is going to give me six innings, maybe work into the seventh. You know you're going to get six innings out of Darvish or Musgrove. Like, I just rely on that. And then when that doesn't happen and the bullpen's shaky, that's where it becomes trouble because you look at the game logs, as I touched on, you know, there's, there's plenty of six-inning outings here. But I shouldn't say plenty. Not enough for you, Darvish's expectations that we have for him. Five innings, five and two thirds innings, five and a third, 2.2 innings, five and a third, five innings, five innings, four and a third, five innings. And his last outing was four innings. Again, those aren't all like consecutive, but those are just those that you look at the game logs and it sticks out like, mm, that's not really a you, Darvish typical outing, right? I mean, compare it to 2022. And the game logs that we saw from Darvish there, sure, there was an inning in two thirds in San Francisco, right? But there's, it was six innings outings, six inning outings all of April besides that outing, five and two thirds in May, one outing against the Braves, but it was seven innings, seven innings, six and two thirds in May. In June, it was seven and two thirds, seven innings, eight innings, seven, seven innings, uh, six innings. In July, it was six innings, seven innings, seven innings, seven innings, seven innings. In August, it was six innings, six innings, six innings, eight and a third, seven innings. In September, it was seven innings, six innings, eight innings, six innings, six innings, six innings. Like, there were not starts, like, nowhere close to as many outings as he had this year compared to last year. In 2022, how many starts did he have less than six innings? One, two, two outings, less than six innings. All of 2022 in the regular season. It was just different in 2023. In 2023, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten outings. Five times the amount of outings in 2023 compared to 2022 in starts going less than six innings. Like, Darvish, we just know him. That's like a big point here. Like, part of how you can spin this positively is this wasn't the real you, Darvish, right? He was dealing with an injury. Like, he's going to get back to being that quality start you Darvish, right? But for the negative crowd, you could be like, well, no, this this could be the, the, the new you Darvish because who knows what's going to happen? Is he going to bounce back from the injury? The bone spur in his elbow, right? Is he going to bounce back from that? Is he going to need surgery from that? He's 37 now. He's going to be in his age, I think, 38 season next year. Is he going to bounce back? If he's not, well... That's a big question mark in the rotation because he's supposed to be at the top of the rotation. You're probably not bringing Blake Snell back. Joe Musgrove, shoulder, eh, what's going to happen there? Who's even going to be in the rest of the rotation? With Waka probably going in free agency, or they could bring him back, but 16 mil a year, that might be a risk. Nick Martinez, we'll see what, we'll see what happens there. Seth Lugo, we'll see what happens there. He's declining the player option, going to go to free agency, you would think. Is it Pedro Avila going to be in the back of the rotation? There obviously would be questions there. Like, so Darvish is a big point. It's a big thing here with this Padres team. So, yeah, hoping for the best, hoping for much better in 2024 from you, Darvish, than what Padres fans, what he gave the Padres in 2023. No doubt about that. So, 
Your thoughts on you, Darvish's season, let me know in the comments. Thanks so much for listening or watching here, episode 49, Talking Friars. Before we let you go, before I let you go, just wanted to shout out the partners of the show here, FOCO. Click the link in the description for some great Padres bobbleheads and collectibles. Yaglion Bros, the main sponsor of the show. They have been great to me. They have the best cheesesteaks, garlic fries in San Diego. Definitely go check them out. Their main location is on Friars Road. Menu, address, all that stuff, phone number, link in the description there for Gaglione Bros, cheesesteaks, and garlic fries. Breaking tea, click the link in the description there for some great San Diego sports swag, Padres, Aztecs, Wave, Underdog Fantasy. They will give you a 100% deposit match, up to $100 if you use my code TALKINGFRIERS or click the link in the description. Playoff baseball, there's a lot of pickums. NFL season, obviously, college football, college basketball is coming up. WNBA finals are going on. Aces have a 2-0 lead there. There's a lot to uh, make picks on there with Underdog Fantasy. Go check them out there. Click the link in the description for that. Uh, and SeatGeek, code TalkingFriars, $20 off your order there. Not just Padre games, but if you're going to another postseason game or you're going to, I think they have concerts on there. They have a lot of stuff. Um, so SeatGeek, code TalkingFriars, helping you out there. Save some money. That's going to do it. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Again, give your thoughts in the comments on YouTube. If you have not subscribed already, please subscribe. I encourage you to do so and turn on those notifications so you don't miss when the next season review comes out. You don't miss when the next live stream is happening. You don't miss when the next other video comes out. Um, and podcast listeners, thank you so much. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you left a review for the show as well. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Go Pods. Thank you.